0: Left bomb to Gagne, and now the on-rushing Leon drives, settle at center ice, ambles his way, in and then turned it over at the Tampa line. Counterattack, Yanni Gord, short-handed wrist shot, score. Tampa regains. And that turns out to be the game winner tonight. Tampa Bay taking down the Edmonton Oilers 3-1 for the second straight game. The Oilers allow a shorthanded goal. They were able to overcome it two days ago against Chicago. Not tonight. Gord, his eighth of the season. Unassisted at 13:01 of the second period, Caleb Jones had Edmonton's goal. Patrick Maroon opened the scoring early in the second period. Cedric pa- Paquette sealed it with an empty netter at 19:04. So 3-1 for Tampa Bay. They are 26-6-2. Since the 1st of December, the Oilers' record for the season drops to 30-21-6. And, and, of course, they are 1-1 one and one with Connor McDavid out of the lineup. Five minutes before 8. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Overtime open line presented by Heartland Ford. Final shots tonight, Rob. 37-34. The lightning both goalies good the Oilers had some almosts in the third period but couldn't tie it up and as we referenced right off the top they are sunk by a shorthanded goal today
1: yeah I thought the Oilers had a, a pretty good game you know being shorthanded as they were and uh, they're team right now with one scoring line and three checking lines but they came in the goaltender gave him a solid start Smith was excellent tonight in this hockey game uh, they, they worked hard they checked hard they they kept the game as then a one goal game right till the, the dying minutes and had two or three really good looks Vosilevsky made a couple big saves late in the game to, to preserve the victory for for Tampa um, yeah I mean there were positives in this game unfortunately for the others uh, when you play good teams Big, big mistakes come back and haunt you. And the big mistake for the Oilers was the shorthanded goal. And I know that uh, there's going to be some dry-settled detractors that are going to point out uh, the, the turnover, which he did, but also there, there's got to be someone backing him up, and that's got to be Clefbaum's job. You can't have five forwards lined up along the blue line when t- Tampa has four def- four defenders lined up because any bad bounce, bad kick, bad anything, and it turns into a break. Well, you need someone back. And if Clef bombs back, it's a one-on-one with back pressure. And all of a sudden, it's not as dangerous a play. So, But it was a big mistake at a big moment in the hockey game. And then once Tampa got that lead, they just uh, carried it home. They just sat on the lead, and they're a very, very good defensive team.
0: 3-1, the Lightning win it. Drysettle did get an assist tonight, his 90th point of the season as uh, the Oilers open their three-game road trip with a loss. Florida and Carolina coming up Saturday and Sunday respectively. It was all Tampa Bay for the first five or six minutes. Smith made a couple of great saves. Tyler Johnson will be seeing that one for a while. Absolutely wide open net. Rang it off to the crossbar. And I think this game rob really demonstrated how good the lightning are they can play with tempo they're they're pretty deep they have good d obviously their goaltending is outstanding and i also got the gonna you might not like this because i'm going to throw a bit of a what if at you but it was it was a 2-1 well goaltended game but i i just got the sense if this would have turned into a game that was 3-3 halfway through the second period the lightning also could have said okay we got this. Is going to be a six-five. We can we can also win it that way.
1: Well, uh, yeah, uh, this is a team that's capable of winning a number of different ways. Uh, once they got the two-on-leaders, they they sat back and they just played a very strong defense. They said, okay, this is an Oilers team that has really one line that can score against just so. Let's just play solid defense. Uh, they're they're going to be hard pressed to put another one in. So let's not make the big mistake uh, where you see. Uh, how good this t- team is in Tampa is and all the others are missing Connor McDavid and that's absolutely huge out of their their lineup but Tampa is missing Two thirds of their first line, two thirds, two two guys on their first power play unit, Stamkos and Kucherov. You know, last year's MVP, Stamkos, forty goal scorer every year, and then they got Sorelli out of the Sorelli out of the lineup as well, who's a top six four. They got Madonna, their second best defenseman, out of the lineup. Yet it doesn't seem like uh, they have depth problems. It seems
0: depleted. Yeah.
1: No, the the guys they they punch in there seem to have speed, have physicality. They they have guys that play certain roles that come up and play those roles to a tee. So. Uh, Tampa Bay, and I are I, you referenced it. You talked about it before the game and, and asked Bob if if Tampa losing last year was the light going on for them. Okay, here, okay, now we know what it takes to win a hockey game. And you talked about all the other franchises that had to have a historical loss before they went on to win a championship. And maybe that is the case. And maybe that loss to Columbus in the first round last year woke up Tampa because they, they play... December first, as you said, they've been the best team in the National Hockey League. And it's really hard to beat Tampa when you have a goaltender that's averaging under two goals against in those games. Right. Hey, I mean it's hard to hard to win a game scoring one goal. So Tampa is everything. They've got depth, they got goal scoring, they got great goaltending. They got the stud defenseman. This is probably the best team in the Eastern Conference and possibly the best in the NHL.
0: So 3-1 Tampa Bay wins. We will get to your reaction at 780-496-0063. Rob and I will discuss the Zach Cassian kick tonight as well, but let's go back to Tampa. Here's Oilers head
2: coach Dave Tippett. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. You can't, uh, you know, we had lots to compete in our game. Uh, Schmidt was really strong. You know, we had some chances there that we're kind of around it, but didn't capitalize on it. But, uh, but you know, mistakes end up being uh, me and the dictator in the game, and uh, we came out on the short end. Okay, so you got the best power play in the league, but you've also given up almost the most shorthanded goals in the league. Is that? Not quite yet, but we're, quite we're yet, working but you're there. Yeah. <laughs> you're working on that, Is that an issue? Yeah, yes? I mean, it's always an issue to give up any goals, whether it's shorthanded or any goals. I don't like giving up. But um, crucial ones at the bad time or are... are uh, those are hard to hard to come back against. You know Mike good for a while. What are you seeing in his game right now that he's look, looks so locked in and just the way he tracks the puck? He's just an ultra competitive guy. Ultra competitive. Like he's he uh, he wants to win bad, you know. And he's I know everybody talks about his age, but he's he's not a 38 year old. He's a he's a, fitness is incredible and he's. Uh, he just—he's playing hard and wants to wants the team to win, wants the team to do well, and uh, we got a lot of guys in that vein right now. We just got to find ways to win.
1: Come Kind of that first period scored us you're gonna feel like yeah. okay we kind of dodged a bullet there maybe well, a couple
2: because you're you're always wondering how your team's going to be coming off that long flight over you know are you going to be heavy legs to start with but i felt like we got going a little bit Schmidty made some big saves for us we got a couple breaks and then uh, i thought the rest of the game you know we were really we were really competitive in the game third period we pushed we had a few chances but we couldn't capitalize on on the ones we needed so uh, we got to reset in a hurry and get ready for ready for Saturday afternoon. I know it's a fast sorry. I know it's a fast game, and you may not even have seen it, but that casting a pretty kick. Um, yeah, Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. So. I, there was not there was nothing talked about on the bench or from either team, I didn't hear, I don't know, I haven't seen it yet. But.
0: Uh, both teams seem to have a lot of uh, guys out, a lot, a lot of uh, players
3: out of the lineup. Uh, does this kind of speak to the fact one team maybe has a little bit more depth than the other, do you think, tonight? Nah,
2: I don't know, I worry about our team, you know, we we go into every game, we feel like we have a chance to win if we do the right things and, and compete hard and, you know, we competed hard tonight, we just made a couple mistakes that cost us.
0: All right, that's Dave Tippett, head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Lightning win at three-one. He was asked about Mike Smith, who makes thirty-four saves tonight. He was beaten twice. Tampa got their third goal into an empty net. Like we said, well goaltended game. Vasilevsky stops twenty-nine out of thirty for Smith. His first loss in regulation time since December twentieth. Eight-one and two in his decisions since then, and uh, I mean he's picked third star of the game tonight. I think that's uh, that's fair by whoever picked the stars. In Tampa, another solid outing from Smith, and he, there's something about him. And I mean, he obviously had a really bad spell here, Mm -hmm. but he's got, he's such a, he's almost a funny, like he's a funky guy to watch, right? But he has a a weird energy that I, I think does help the team at times.
1: Well, we we talked about the fact that he and Neil both brought some swagger to this dressing room. It it is a, a team in Edmonton. Their their leaders are quiet. You know, Connor doesn't say a lot. Leon, Leon's very close to the chest. Oscar Clefbaum doesn't talk a lot. It's a very quiet team. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, you know, uh, a very shy type. So they needed a little swagger, and they had two guys walk in the dressing room that aren't afraid to, to be brash, to be outspoken, to be loud, to be colorful. And I think it's helped this team. And what you see, and, and Dave Tippett talked about with Mike Smith, is his compete le- level is second to none. Uh, you know, all, all goaltenders or all players go through stretches in a season where they're not as good. Now, the goaltender, it's more noticeable because uh, wins and losses are usually on the back of good or bad goaltending. So his was much more noticeable, uh, but he's battled back. And he was written off many times by many fans and many media people early in the season. And now it's like, okay, we got to play Smith every game because he is that good. He's giving quality start after quality start. And again tonight, he gave them a chance. If they were somehow to sneak a point or two out of this game, it would have been on the back of Mike Smith. So uh, another excellent game for him. And he continues to gain confidence. And the team continues to gain confidence in him.
0: All right. So late in the first period, Archibald, Cassian, and Eric Cernak from the Tampa Bay Lightning were were tangled up. Archibald was kind of... On his belly with Cassian's legs over top of his back and Cernak was sort of in a kneeling position and as they broke apart, Cassian's right skate kicked at Cernak's mm-hmm. chest. Uh, we got a quote here, Gene Principe talked to Cassian about it. Here's what Cassian said, that play he was holding my leg and it was just reactionary. I just tried to get loose. I was laying there a while and I was trying to get my leg out and get moving. It obviously it didn't look good. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Shannon, who we have on every face-off show, has tweeted that the Department of Player Safety has flagged it to look at it, which I think is completely the right call. Uh, When we talk about these types of scenarios, it's always interesting because every single person listening will have what they would do Mm -hmm. in terms of discipline. And then we also have to try to figure out what the league will do, which often doesn't match what uh, Joe or Jane fan might do in that situation. I think they're going to take a serious look at it. I would not at all be surprised if he got suspended. What do you think, Rob?
1: Well, at first I said that they that I thought it'd be a fine at the very least. And then you were very good going into the internet and finding well, a video. Well, give Darren
0: Dreger okay. credit for that. He found that video from about 7 years ago.
1: Okay, and it was it was a while ago, but it was Jeff Skinner the exa- um, I mean the exact, he was on his back and he kicked.
0: The player was standing but yeah. he sort of was trying to disengage and he threw his foot out. And again.
1: got a 2 game suspension. Yeah. And it looked almost identical to what Cassian did so if that's the case and there is precedent then and you also got to look and you kept pointing it out Cassian has history and that is certainly looked at whenever any player and there's a video said okay let's check this guy who is it okay let's take a really long look because it's this guy again we've had trouble before he's a repeat offender so uh yeah it'll be looked at and uh fine at least and it would not shock me and probably should be a suspension which is not a good time for the Edmonton Oilers with already a very full um, first aid room. So the Oilers can ill afford to lose Cassian. But, I mean, it, it was silly. And, he, and I understand he says yep. he's trying to lose. Still. Get away, it doesn't matter. With a skate, you know you can't do. Yeah, it. The, the, the foot was away because he kicked back. Yeah, I mean, if he's pulling his leg away. <laughs> that's anybody, one day.
0: But his foot
1: clearly went forward. It went forward. So, yeah, yeah no, it, it was the wrong move by Cassian and he may pay for it.
0: Here's And, and again, now, now I'm getting into the territory of how I think the Department of Player Safety is going to look at it. And I'm probably making people laugh by trying to guess what they're going to do because we've had some suspensions where we've thought, well, that's going to be X number, of games and then it's five games less or more Cassian is a repeat offender Mm -hmm. he's just been freshly suspended that's going to factor into it it is with a skate that's obviously highly frowned upon we all we all know Mm -hmm. why that's dangerous and I and I've seen tons of reaction on social media I don't think he's going to be thrown out of the league I don't think he's going to get 10 (laughs) or 20 games it wouldn't surprise me if he gets three or four and And here's the thing, and I know a lot of... I shouldn't speak for people, but sometimes I personally disagree with it. The NHL often disciplines players based on the result of the play. Yes. There was no injury. A penalty would have been called, I would think, if it was cleanly spotted by an official. But there was was no injury. It wasn't a huge wind-up. It wasn't directed at the neck or the face. It's still a skate and it's still wrong. But that's why I think if I, if I try to guess what the player safety department is going to do, I think they'll say, okay, you've been a bad boy already this year. We don't like that play with a skate. And, and you're probably getting three or four games. Now, it's not always right that sometimes the NHL gives a harsher suspension on a play where a player was injured even though the act might have not as been severe as something that didn't cause an injury. And, and Rob, if, if I swing my stick at your head and miss... Should be the exact. Should same. be the exact same suspension yeah. as as knocking you on the side of the helmet, but it but it often isn't. But that that's and look, I'm I'm speculating, I'm, I'm putting in a bit of a g- educated guess here. I, I think he will get suspended. I don't think it's going to be a severe one.
1: Well, and this is why I have a hard time guessing. Simply, I, I saw what Chara did the other day to Gallagher in, in Montreal. I mean, that was a, a cross check across the the, the face. And he got a $5,000 fine. I'm, I mean, if you think about it, if Char is walking down the street, he's six foot eight. He's probably about 260 pounds. He is solid muscle. Like that man's got muscles on his muscles. If he hits somebody with a stick across the face, I mean, he's up for assault. He's going to jail. So the fact that he didn't get a single game suspension for cross checking a player across the face, I'm like, what do you have to do? to get a suspension. And of the two things, the Cassian, what we saw tonight, and, and and Chara, what Chara did was way more dangerous. Way more. And Chara's had intent. So I don't understand what the, the they do when they make these decisions. But there will be, in my mind, there will be at least a fine and probably should be a suspension.
0: Yeah. And if we're wrong on Saturday, please just forget about all the predictions we made. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is uh is how you can get us. The Oilers lose 3-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. 25 bucks going to 630, Chad. Santa's anonymous from Ascended Financial. When the name of the game is life, there's Ascended Financial. Visit coveredalberta.ca. Ascended Financial giving $25 for every Oilers goal to 630, Chad. Santa's anonymous. All right, Clayton is on line one. Go ahead, Clayton. All
4: right, guys. All right
0: doing well thanks for calling
4: all right well first off i mean i'm not gonna say that i'm disappointed with the boys they had a slow start and and whatnot but uh i mean i'm I'm not gonna be disappointed but i'm gonna say what i gotta say and then i'll hang up here i'll let you guys talk about it i mean i I wish they would have found a way but but i'm kind of heated at the nhl right now you know i'm i'm loving every second of this run here but uh I mean, what we have is a league that has no clue, which leaves fans frustrated, and I'll tell you why. Um, You know, like, I fully expect Cassian will will get a suspension only because it's his second offense here in a short time. And the first offense, you know, Cassian was just protecting himself because the the refs refused to. And And then we have two knees in as many weeks on our two top scores that weren't even worth two minutes. And that could have altered our season, and who knows what else. And then you see Chara do what he did, and I've heard the argument that yeah, he's a tall guy, he wasn't trying to hit him there. Bull oh, crap. Well, last time I checked, you to have to have with your stick, and that wasn't even that. That was a guy cross-checking a guy above the shoulders. That, from what I've seen, could have easily crushed his windpipe. That. You know that could have done a lot of damage and you get the five grand fine you know that'll teach the guys not to take headshots. you know that's a, a great job arrows and Beth, and uh, you know somebody's got to do something about all these inconsistencies and you know um i'll tell you one thing though i'm loving our run here i love what the oilers are doing but <laughs> At the same time, I'm glad I got this off my chest. All right. So I have to go on enjoying this.
0: Clayton, that's why we're here. Thanks for calling, man. That is Clayton, 7804960063. Oilers lose 3 1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The three stars Gord, the first star, had the game winner. Vasilevsky, the second star. Mike Smith, the third star. Rob and I are going to give out the fourth star of the game for West Point of Windermere, a private estate lot only community just off Terwilliger Drive. Visit whiteeaglehomes.ca. We almost always uh, pick an Oiler. Win or lose. We gave Patrick Kane an honorable mention last game, though Smith was the fourth star. What do you think tonight?
1: Uh, Kyler Yamamoto. I thought he was excellent again tonight. And look at his minutes moving up tonight. Almost 22 minutes he played in this game. Uh, He created a number of great scoring chances. Probably a little unlucky that he and his line mates didn't have another goal or two but I know that Bob and Jack talked about Yamamoto, and I agree. He was one of the best players on the ice tonight, so I think he's our four-star.
0: Yeah, he, he was uh, strong in the third, kept some plays alive, and and again, I think also credit to Tampa Bay. Nugent Hopkins had a look in front. A player got across just to block it at the last minute. Yamamoto set up Nugent Hopkins, looked for a second, or well, maybe it's going to be a tap-in. No, back checker just got mm-hmm. to Nugent Hopkins in time. So, you know, Tampa Bay battled. The Oilers couldn't quite convert the other chance that they needed. Didn't get a power play goal, which they often almost do. And, uh, yeah, and they give up a shorthanded goal. That's the difference tonight. We will call a quick timeout. We got Robert, Richard, and Matt in the batting order on the phone lines. You'll also hear from Alex Chason and Riley Sheehan. Lightning take it 3-1 overtime open line, courtesy Hartland Ford. Johnson able to win a faceoff. shot redirected, left pad, save made by Mike Smith. He continues to be sharp, though, partner. He's been excellent. All right, that's Mike Smith, save of the game, courtesy Jiffy Loop. B-Wise Winter Rise. Oilers lose 3-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Caleb Jones had the only goal for the Oilers, his third of the season. Nugent Hopkins and title had the assists. Some text to 780-496-0063. You're going to love this, Rob. Andrew says, getting a suspension for trying to get your foot loose. You guys are out to lunch while another texter says, how can you guys downplay that Cassian was trying to injure Cernak? And uh, <laughs> Mike predicts that Cassian's going to get five games. So we do not have agreement, as they well, predicted there wouldn't be.
1: We predict, Didn't they say we were saying opposite things? I I don't think he was trying to pull his f- foot out. I mean, he, he pushed the foot back at the guy's chest. That's a kick. That's not pulling your foot out. And we're not downplaying it. We think it's going to be you think it's a suspension i say it's going to be at least defined probably a suspension and we'll see probably in the next couple of days they are looking at it because it was pretty obvious what he did
0: yeah i mean i'm predicting he gets suspended but who knows yeah it's tough to say and maybe they have a different angle of the video true
1: that is that is also true i mean we've only seen the one angle and we saw it on the little teeny computer screen
0: all right seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. we have robert on line three go
5: ahead robert uh hey guys how's it going good well uh I have a couple thoughts tonight I I I I think uh, I mean despite uh despite the loss I think they I think the I think the others actually played quite well I thought the uh, obviously the uh, nuge drive cycle Yamamoto line they thought they uh they uh, c- uh, c- uh, created a ton they just just uh, you just ran and do a uh, a really good goalie I mean uh Vasilevsky is one of the uh, uh elite goalies Uh, in the NHL in my opinion so I think it was just uh, one of those games one of those just uh, hard luck games but you know at the same time you know I I would also say uh, uh, Mike Smith for us he played he played uh, he he played really well kept us in it uh, gave us a chance and you you can't ask for uh, can't ask for uh, uh, much more out of your uh, goalie than that than than to you know uh, give you a chance to win right down to the end when it's sealed with an empty netter. so I thought it was a thought it was a a good game and uh but then now I want to quickly touch on the uh, Cassian thing. I uh, you know um, some people are predicting it a fine, you know, a fine or, or suspension. I I personally think it's simply because of the fact that, like given his his history and the fact that he's already been suspended once this year, I I personally think Cassian'll get I'm gonna say while well, one of your, one texter said five games. I'm gonna say four. All
0: right, thanks, Robert. Always good to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just watching the video again. Like his foot was already loose, and yes. then he, and then he, it was extended kick. it again at center yes. So
1: yeah. Yeah, his foot was. Yeah, no, it, it's it's. What we saw, I mean, he did the exact same thing that we saw Skinner do, and Skinner got two games. So, if there's precedent set, then he's going to be suspended.
0: All right, let's go back to Tampa. Here's Alex Chase on.
2: Low-scoring game. You guys could only get one. You needed a couple. What you know? What might have changed? What might have been better for you? Uh, f-
6: um, usually, our, our power play. Uh, in the past uh, month or two, seems like uh, it's been able to get us a goal and uh, big time in the game. And uh, probably
1: wearing a sharp is what we used to be uh tonight so what we used to so
6: um
2: you guys sort of interrupt you guys have given up actually a lot of shorties right one of the very top teams in the league uh i know that happened <coughs> but that happened to your team a lot and it's costly tonight is there you know anything specific that has to change or does it worry at all what do you think we're number one power play
1: in the NHL i think we're okay
2: <laughs> go ahead
7: What do you take from this that you
0: can carry into a tough stretch of back-to-backs this weekend, knowing that that you need to continue to keep a pace in this tight division?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Tampa, this was eight or nine in a row for them, so uh, they're a good team. They've been good in the last couple of years. They know how to play those types of game.
1: Uh, Florida's, uh, they've had a good season. They're they're right on the cusp, and same with Carolina, so... uh, they big games for us. we uh, got to find a way to get points and um, back to work tomorrow.
0: Alex Chase on the shorthanded goal against. We're the number one power play in the NHL. I think we'll be
1: okay. And he's right. <laughs> um, you never want to give up. And Dave Tippett said you never want to give up any goal. There's always gonna, you're going to find fault or, or reason or error whenever a goal is scored against you and you're going to have to fix it. But, I mean, uh, there was a couple things that are fixable. Leon tried making the pass. You could see he gets smacked on the hand as he does, and he makes a bad pass. Probably should have at that point just chipped in, chipped in and, and got the puck in deep. But also the second mistake was Clef not backing him up. You have to have someone behind in case a mistake is made. Because if a mistake is made, it is not catastrophic if Clef is backing him up. It's a one-on-one. Uh, usually on a one-on-one shorthanded you don't try to beat the guy as a defense, the defenseman because you don't want to get caught out of position so all of a sudden that mistake is minimalized but when you make two mistakes the pass and getting caught up now it is a, a mistake that costs you a hockey game
0: so that will be our adjustment of the game for the Alberta College and Association of Chiropractors if it hurts see a chiropractor visit albertachiro.com Tampa Bay 3, Edmonton 1 your final this evening we have Melanie on the line go ahead Melanie
8: Hi, I was I wondering if they had uh, four forwards on when they were scored on shorthanded.
0: Yes, they did. I can tell Thanks. you exactly who was on the ice. They and had Dry Chason, Chase on, Clefbaum, Gagne, and Nugent Hopkins.
8: And for all the goals in the season that have been scored shorthanded, was there usually four?
0: I'm not sure if it's three? all ten, but it, if. It but mostly, would be, probably probably mostly. Probably most yeah. Probably would be most, yeah. if not all, yep. Yeah.
8: Because we see that in minor hockey all the time, like with my sons play. And they're always putting the four forwards, and we're getting a lot of short-handed goals because we don't have another defense
1: in there. Yeah, in the National Hockey League, though, I bet you if you go around the league, 23 of the 31 teams, well, probably more. at least that many have four forwards. They all play four forwards. And what do
5: you think of that?
1: Because I think it's Well, Edmonton's got the best power play in the league because they have four forwards. They don't have another defenseman they could put out there and be capable of doing what the four forwards can. You put All your right. best players out there. So uh, you'll see teams in the last minute of games or when they have a lead late in a game go to three forwards and two defensemen. But anytime they have a power play, almost every team will put four forwards out there because it gives them their best chance to score. All right. Thanks,
0: Melanie. Thanks Pre- yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. 7804960063, Tampa Bay 3, Edmonton 1 is your final. Final shots 3730. For the uh, Lightning, the Oilers wound up with 13 shots in the third period, could not pull even this evening. And Alex Chason mentioned, what have they won? One Tampa Bay's won, what, eight or nine in a row? It's nine in a row. And earlier this season, they had a 10-game winning streak.
1: They're good. They got a good... I mean, they, they didn't have a, the best start to this season i think there was a little bit of yeah they were pretty mediocre yeah, re- it. Residual from, yeah, yeah. from last year's playoff loss i mean a lot of pressure coming on to, at the beginning of the season this is what you know is this the end of the tampa bay lightning blah 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 well they've got her going now and they are since the beginning of december the best team in the national hockey league because they got depth and they've got someone in every position that does it very very well so this is a team that uh i would say would be the favorites coming out of the east
0: all right, Richard online too. Richard, thanks for calling.
5: Go ahead. Hey guys. Hello. Yeah, I I'm just proud, like you just said. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we're competing with a team like that, with the David out. It's 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 unreal, man. Well, they hung in
0: there. Like, like I think I don't want to downplay. I think Tampa Bay was the better team in the league. The Oilers had. Some almost in the third. They they could have got a bounce and maybe,
5: maybe absolutely tied it up. They, they definitely missed missed a few shifts, like let's face it. But yeah, all in all, man. two, two one basically, right? Like that's pretty good. All right.
0: Thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. As uh the orders fall three one to the Tampa Bay lightning this evening we are going to take a quick time out here we got to bring you the news and weather as well you'll also hear from riley shane uh, we have matt and two dons up next on the phone line so we'll get to you right after the 7:30 news but we haven't updated people on what's going on in the world and with the weather for a while we'll update the other town scoreboard as there are more key pacific division games Tonight, I will tell you quickly that halfway through the first period, Calgary has jumped out to a 1-0 lead on the Anaheim Ducks. The Flames trying to recover after losing to the Los Angeles Kings last night. Overtime open line, courtesy Heartland Ford. Tampa wins at 3-1. Back after the news. Rob Brown here as well. Oilers have lost 3-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have won nine straight. The Oilers have their little two-game winning streak snapped, and they go to 30-21-6 on the season. Dean writes in to 780 63 He says the simple fact is that we pay Cassian a dollar amount to play his game, not to mention the rest of the players who play on the edge night after night who entertain the league's fans on a game-to-game basis. I really have a tough time entertaining the repeat offender act when it comes to disciplining these types of players. Do I think Cassian should be punished tonight? Very strong argument for that, but his prior suspension had seemingly the whole players' association behind him. Can the NHL honestly use that Particular incidents, uh, instance to negotiate punishment on tonight's infraction, not so sure. Well, that's a really well thought out text uh, from Dean. And he's right. I, I mean, look, we're all, I, and I'm including myself in this, we're all a little bit hypocritical when it comes to watching sports because we love physicality. We love players who are on the edge and then we get, you know, upset or want to punish a guy when he goes over the edge. Um, but, but I will say this to you, Dean, and, and again, thanks for that text. They they will take the prior suspension yes, into in, they
1: always uh, do yeah
0: they 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 just will yeah. And uh, this texter says, "Rob, uh, you're a very good analyst. Gotta add though, you cost me a playoff pool one year when I picked you. I've never forgotten
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I've cost a lot of people a lot that, of things. Trust is that your me." Your brother writing in? You are getting a <laughs> long line of people mad at me for a couple of my seasons. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, poor Rob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, won, I Why
0: didn't they pick you the year you had? Well, no. See, didn't I know
1: you yet. I want a lot. I want a lot of people's a pool one year when I had a big year. Right. But then there was more years that I lost them because they just kept holding on to hope that I would do it again. <laughs> Little did they know <laughs> I cost some people some money.
0: All right, Matt, I don't know if you've ever taken Rob in a hockey pool, but you have called him tonight. Go ahead, Matt.
5: Hey, how's it going? Good. So I'm going to touch base on the Cassian thing. Uh, it's kind of in a gray area because of that guy. Uh, was it the Tampa Bay guy on his knees?
0: Sernak was the other guy. Quickly,
5: he probably could have took it on the side of the head. That too, right? It's a blade compared to Chara's stick, so he's probably going to get two games. I hate to say it. Um, Oilers didn't come out tonight, really. I think Oiler hockey is when they're hitting hard, and they, they had a chance to hit him and and they're really missing Chris Russell, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I think those are uh, all good observations. Mm-hmm. I, I think, And two, for the beginning of the game, I, I also give Tampa Bay credit. But you're right. The Oilers yeah, are going to have definitely. to figure
1: out how to respond against the good teams early in games. Well, the problem for Edmonton against Tampa is actually a big team. Tampa is a physical team, too. I looked at the hits after the game. Tampa had 41 hits in this hockey game. They're a physical team yeah. as well. Uh, I, in all honesty, Tampa is better. They're just a better team than Edmonton right now. Uh, Connor McDavid out of the lineup, Kucherov out of the lineup, but depth players, the depth players of the Tampa Bay Lightning are stronger. That's why their team is right now as good as any, if not the best in the National Hockey League, and Edmonton right now is fighting to be a playoff team.
0: Matt, you ready to finish the play? Yeah, hopefully I can get this. Well, we'll we're going to make sure you get it. <laughs> <laughs> as we tend to, uh, you already have up to eight days parking at Jet Set Parking. The best price on Edmonton Airport Parking. Book online, jetsetparking.com. Self-park as low as $5.98 per day with the promo code JED. Nugent Hopkins having snuck behind the net with a centering pass. that was broken up. Finds dry settle. to Caleb Jones. Sharp angle left corner. Back door. What a save. Masilevsky on dry settle. All right, Matt, Dreisaitl denied there. He did get an assist tonight. How many points does he have this year, 90 or 60? 90. Absolutely. Hang on the line, okay? Yeah. That is Matt. That was pretty good. He knew.
1: That was good. Didn't have to help him at all.
0: His name goes into the grand prize draw for one hour at Fast Track Indoor Karting, valued at 1000 bucks. Safe Adrenaline Pumping Fund, edmonton.com. Okay, we got a couple of Dons on the line, but we should update what's going on. It's now 3-0 Calgary, leading Anaheim with six minutes left in the first period, so the flame's rolling there. Late in the first, Vegas and St. Louis tied at 2. Early in the second period, Avalanche up 2-0 on the Capitals. Last minute of the third period, Rangers and Wilder tied 3-3. Predators pound the Islanders tonight 5-0. Senators beat the Coyotes 3-2. What is it
1: for Arizona now? Three wins in their last 15 games, and I still think Taylor Hall is in play because Arizona is in a complete free fall.
0: Devils beat the Red Wings 4-1. Flyers knock off the Panthers 6-2. Oilers will play the Panthers Saturday afternoon. The Stars win in Toronto 3-2. Buffalo gets by the Blue Jackets 4-3 in overtime. Olafson had two goals, including the game winner in that one. Eichel got his 32nd. And right here on 630, Chad, you heard the Lightning beat the Oilers 3-1. The scoreboard for Edmonton Trailer. If you're looking for parts, service rentals, or new and used semi-trailers, head to edmontontrailer.com. Okay, we have Don on line three. Don, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead, sir. Is it me? It is you, buddy. Yeah, we got two Dons. You're the you're, you're the right Don right now.
8: I'm Don Juan. Okay. Uh, anyways, I got a couple things. First of all, Cassian played like an idiot tonight. They needed him to be a guy who steps up, and he he was just not with it tonight. His brain wasn't with it, uh, and he's going to get suspended. I don't care what anybody says. That was just a stupid play.
0: What do you think he'll uh,
8: get? Two games. Okay. Uh, 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 second of all, I thought the Oilers did play very, a very good game. Like uh, I agree with what everybody else basically said that Tampa Bay is the top team in the league, and they and they they held their own. in and, and parts of the game they really outplayed Tampa Bay. The thing is, you can't give Tampa Bay chances, and when they gave them chances, their scoring opportunities and chances were far superior to the Oilers. And and. The third point I want to make is I've been hearing a lot of talk about, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to trade? And they're going to trade. guys we're talking about trading Larson. I think when you watch tonight's game, Tampa Bay, big, top, physical team, can take you any way they want. Uh, it shows why you need a person like Larson on the back end. Somebody who can play top because that isn't going to get any easier from this time to the end of the year. And if you don't have people back there, teams are going to see that, and they're going to push you around and take advantage of you. We need guys like that. We need more guys like that.
1: I, I, you know what? If the Oilers make the playoffs, and it's looking more and more like it the way the teams around them have played, Uh, Larson becomes valuable in the playoffs the referees tend to put their whistles away a little bit more It becomes a much more physical game uh, a little bit of nastiness and Larson on the back end That's the way he plays so there are flaws in Larson's game There certainly is he doesn't move the puck as well as some of the other defenders in the league He doesn't move his feet as well, but he is big He is strong and he can play nasty and if the Oilers make the playoffs you will see How valuable he can be and at that point? then you judge Larson going forward in the games in the playoffs that mean something
8: yeah yeah 100% 100%, 100%. but don't make any stupid rash decisions before that cuz like I, uh, I i say like it's not going to get any easier we, and as far as i'm concerned Tampa Tampa hammered us tonight like the hits against i, I don't know what the total amount was but Rob has them. The,
1: the hits were 41 for the Tampa Bay Lightning to 33 for the Edmonton Oilers and for Tampa, that well you talk about big defensemen, Luke Shen yeah. seven hits for them and Eric Cernak, nine hits, so sixteen hits out of their two big defensemen.
8: Yeah, and and, and, and that doesn't prove what Hedman does, and and uh, like a, like it's big top defensemen win playoff hockey, and that's why they can sustain their their guys and their forwards going forward because the big guys can cover it and get the puck up. And uh, uh, and I'm telling you, I honestly, if I think if Larson would have started the year healthy this year, he would be he would show much much better. I think that the injury right at the beginning of the year hurt him, and and, and I think he's rounding in form. He made a couple nice plays tonight. I've seen it, and I'm not going to deny that he's, he is a little bit slower. But I think I just can't I just can't say it enough. Now we, you we got to be Copper and. Cassian, he didn't play tough at all tonight. He really like I'm I'm a pro-Cassian guy and I was pissed off at him
0: tonight. Yeah, I think he's having a bit of a slump, quite frankly, since all the all the Kachuk stuff and everything that was was going on with that. Appreciate it, Don. Thank you. All right, seven, eight year old. We'll
1: call him excited Don. Well, that was that call. was exciting. It was, was a very
0: good call. call. I like yes, I like Excited true. Don. Yeah, good observations. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I mean and it has been a bit of a tougher time for Cassian. For I mean he hasn't been Playing with, he was playing with McDavid a lot. And, and that'll, pl- been
1: there. that'll play in your mind. It, it will. He just signed a big contract. Yeah, he, everything's going well for him. He, he's the toast of the town. And, and all of a sudden, he's not on that line where he's having success. And in the National Hockey League, if you're not playing on the first or second line and you're not playing on the power play, you don't score. You just don't. I mean, points are few and far between, and that's what Cassian's seeing right now with not getting uh, any gravy time with the top players or playing on the PP. So it, it certainly plays in your head, and, and it, it affects your confidence, and he has not been the same player the last couple of games.
0: 3-1 Tampa Bay beating the Oilers tonight. Whenever Edmonton scores five or more in a game, you can go to the Oilers page on 630chad.com and print up a coupon for an appetizer, at Japanese village triple-A steak, succulent seafood cooked at your table. Celebrate your senses. Remember when you cost that guy his hockey pool, wrong? <laughs> oh, I've cost <laughs> many people many things. I just love that he, he wrote in a thought about the game and then was like, oh, by the way.
1: Well, oh, I got buddies that still bug me how I ruined their hockey pools years ago, too.
0: Okay, we have our other Don coming up here on line five. Don, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead. Yeah, Don.
3: John, too, here. Um, excited John knows his hockey, for sure. I agree with everything he said. Um, the, they played a great game tonight. It was just a few uh, errors that really got to him. Um, I don't know. I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about uh, Jujar? At the beginning of the year, he seemed to be skating a little faster and handling the puck a little better. Um, do you think there's been a change in his play?
1: Yeah, Absolutely there has. I, I, I think tonight he was a little more physical than we've seen him in the past. I, To me, sometimes, some nights he looks like he's playing entitled instead of appreciative. It, you look at a guy that comes up from the minors, they play appreciate. Like Patrick Russell, every time he's on the ice, he's playing as though it might be his last shift he ever plays. So he's going to make sure if this is my last shift, I'm going to leave the ice knowing I gave everything I had. And there's nights that Kara's on the ice. He just, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, if I don't get it done this shift, I'll get it done next shift.
3: Like he's kind of coasting sometimes. Yeah. It's just like he's, you know, thrusting hard. He skates. He's, you know, and he and he sort of slides into the boards and maybe hits the guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you can't play that if you're in the bottom six. You you have to play as though this is your last shift because it might be. And I think the biggest telling sign for Jujar Kara. Is this, and I'm not, plus minus isn't the end all in the National Hockey League. But if you're a fourth line guy, you can't be minus 19 on the season. And that's what Jujakera is now. He's minus 19 on the year. Uh, That is one way to find yourself in the press box. Because if I can't trust you to make sure that the other team doesn't score, because I'm not, I'm not counting on Jujar to score goals if I'm the coach. But I'm certainly counting on him not giving up goals and being a physical force and being a pest and fighting if he has to and getting in the face of the other team's best players. If you're not giving me that, well, I got Patrick Russell over there who will do that each and every shift. So, yeah, I agree. Jujar has not played. He has spurts where you're like, okay, that's what we wanted at Jujar. And we saw one, I think it was in December, where he had a little spurt in November. But since then, you haven't seen that, and because of that, you've seen him in the press box a few times.
3: No, a hundred percent. Like he had that one hit where he knocked. I uh, can't remember the name. Well, that was guy. that was a good yep. body check tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and he and he, like you say, tonight wasn't too bad. But it's just compared. I keep thinking of like the first twenty games. He, he seemed meaner, and it's like now he doesn't seem quite as mean. For he, he
1: he but he looks like he's too comfortable out there. And no, sure. and, I've, and I've been on the third and the fourth line. You can't play comfortable because uh, your comfort level changes when you're sitting in the press box because of that.
3: And you think, you know, seeing somebody like um, um, uh, Yamamoto mm. and how hard he plays, like he's what, the lightest guy in the
1: NHL? Well, I, I think I I just worked with the Saint Albert Pee Wee team the other day, and I'm pretty sure there was about eight kids heavier than Yamamoto on that team. Like he's just a little <laughs> a guy, small out there, man, but yeah. he does not play little. Like he doesn't.
3: I didn't think that would inspire.
1: Yeah, uh, you're right. Well, it inspired
0: Drysital. Yeah, I mean, said Yamamoto's contagious, contagious and Drysital's sure. one of
8: the
3: biggest guys on the team. No, I hear you. Okay, and just a quick comment, Zach. Sure. play. I've watched it about ten times. Um, from the angle that they show, you can't tell if he actually connects. Um, so I'm predicting if they don't think he connected, we're talking a $5,000 $5, fine because, I mean, look what uh, Chara got. He got 5000
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And, and uh, if they have another camera angle or they say that he did connect, it's, I'm saying three games.
1: Yep, seems fair. All
3: right. Thanks, Don. No problem. All
0: right, Oilers lose 3-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. We have Craig up next. We just got to call a quick timeout. Don't forget, you can always get more on 630ched.com too. Overtime Open Line, presented by Heartland Ford.
1: Ford Along with Hockey Pool Destroyer, (laughs) <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob. It's just sorry, Rob. I well, you know what? Though this year, I, I go. I do a hockey pool with my son. I've done it every year for like eight years now, and. He has beat me. I think he's 17 and 0 against me. Every year, all my guys get hurt. He says I pick wimps, but this year I am Jeez. winning and I'm crushing him. And this will be my first ever win against my son in a hockey pool. I'm so excited. And that's amazing. Rub, and I'm gonna rub it in so bad when I win. I'm gonna send him like a thousand texts. I might even have a sign made up, put on the front of our house. Uh, Daddy wins the hockey pool. Actually, that's a great idea. I think we're gonna that, do that. That's
0: yeah, uh, yeah great idea, Rob. Then you
1: suck. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Lightning beat the Oilers. 3-1. Uh, I don't think Craig wants to talk about hockey pool. So you can if you want, Craig. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Craig.
7: Hey, guys. Yeah, good game tonight. Um, too bad we couldn't capitalize. Uh, I, I like the way that uh, opposing goaltenders stood up and, like, good on him to get 31 wins in uh, in a, a short season so far. And um, Cassian, B. E- I don't know about that one, man. What We're not wearing th- cleats in this in this league. We're what wearing skates. What do you think's gonna happen? Well, I'm not sure on protocol as far as the league is concerned. I know the safety dude is out there. Um it's not gonna look good on his review. But uh I hope they just you know he, he's a loose cannon sometimes like you see what he did to chuck and i loved every minute of it but come on man we're not wearing cleats we're wearing skates
0: yeah well we were talking about that earlier that anything with a with a skate is is, is frowned upon now craig i'm gonna uh, say you were the guy handing out suspensions what would have you given chara last night and what would you give cassian for this today this is totally if craig's in charge of the nhl
7: Okay, I didn't see the Tara incident last night.
0: Okay, go find it online when you get home.
7: Well, I have a flip phone, and I'm talking to <laughs> you on it right now. That's amazing. So. <laughs> you, know, you can use a computer. I live in Darwell, guys. <laughs> That's amazing. I went to my neighbours to watch the game. I listened to half of it with Jack, and then Jeff pulled me over and said, come over and watch the rest of the game. So I did, and uh, <laughs> I, awesome. I seen the reviews, and... and um, I, I can't possibly give you an answer on that question. But keep in mind we're not wearing cleats and um bah, 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 where else is I going here? Uh something else. Oh yeah, uh that power play they blew. Like that cost us a game.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, I easily could have been one one through the through the second yeah, period. Like, for sure. Or maybe they would have scored on the, the the end of that power play if they had given up that goal.
7: Well, something positive could have escalated out of that situation instead of a go against on the wickedest pedal, uh, power play going going Craig good stuff buddy see you around you have a good night guys
1: they they just showed on, on TV again the, the Cassian kick and when uh, some th- those who say he didn't connect that Cernak who is a big man he went back about a foot when the the skate connected with his chest i mean it's all over Sportsnet net now it's all over uh the social media uh, it it looks more and more like there will be a suspension for all this
0: all right tampa bay wins it 3-1 here is oiler center riley shan
6: yeah i mean obviously they they're missing uh two of their best players and us missing connor we knew we had to buckle down and kind of grind away and um I think for the most part other than maybe a bit at the start of the game, we, we did a good job at that and um, came close a, a bunch of times. And Smitty played well for us. Um, so it was unfortunate we couldn't come out on top. I
2: just want to ask about Smitty and just some of you know, the role he's in right now. And he just look, he looks like he's zoned in.
6: Yeah, he was amazing. He made some unbelievable saves. And, The way he plays the puck and and communicates back there helps us a ton. So uh, he's a leader for us. He's a leader in the locker room, and it would have been nice to win this one for him tonight.
2: Yeah, this is one of those games where when your goalie plays that well, the rest (coughs) of the team thinks like, damn, we should have found a point there.
6: Yeah, especially at the start. I mean, he he was standing on his head there, and it kind of gave us a little bit of confidence. And when your goalie plays like that, you want to... Uh, contribute in the other end and score some goals. So, um, like I said, we, we are grinding and working hard and trying to get the puck around their net, but couldn't manage to get anything in. Does
3: that speak to how, how deep that Tampa team is with having those guys out of the lineup with the way that they were able to play, especially as you mentioned earlier in the game?
6: Yeah, they got a, they got a good team. They're fast, they, they play quick, and they make it hard. So, um, you got to give them some credit, and they played a good game, and especially that first bit to get us back on our heels. Um, yeah, it was a good game.
0: All right, that's Riley Sheehan. Oilers lose 3-1 to the Lightning Saturday, 12.30 face-off show, 2 o'clock game time against Florida. Same times on Sunday, but Carolina's the opponent.
1: Yeah, It's a tough weekend for the Oilers, and I always hated playing against a team that just got spanked. And Florida had a terrible game today. They lost, I think, was it 6-2? On home ice, their goalie got pulled early in the hockey game. I then got pulled, so it's going to be a big test for them. And then the next night, Carolina, who's playing well too, uh, you do not want to find yourself in the midst of a losing streak. There's too many teams behind you playing good hockey, catching up. The Oilers have got to, to me, split the weekend, and it starts with a big game in Florida.
0: Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer this evening. You can get more on 630 chetcom or globalnews.ca. Bob Stoffer. Oilers now noon to 2 tomorrow. I will have inside sports from 6 to 8. Eskimos defensive lineman Kweku Boateng will join me in studio for part of that show. Oilers hockey is presented by World of Spas. Overtime open line is courtesy Heartland 4. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Oilers lose 3-1 to the Lightning. Have a great night.